welcome to the Advance Your Art podcast, where we talk about the journey from artist to entrepreneur and everything in between. You've worked hard to hone your craft. Now take it to the next level with tips, techniques, strategies, and routines used by successful artists to grow their businesses and careers. Now, let's get started and have some fun with your host, Yuri Cataldo. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm really great. It's beautiful here in New York City. They stopped banging across the street. They're building a building to block out my view. But um, other than that, it's a great day. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. That's so nice of them to to, uh, build a building to block your view. My view and to pause for us to talk to each other. You have no idea. It's like beating my brains out all week long. But thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. I uh, I had some construction recently, not as as strong as yours. A little bit of road work oh. out, out front, but yeah, it was. It's nice of them to stop for a bit. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... They're usually pretty good at timing it. So when you need to be on the phone or have something else important to do, that they start it right up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so with everything that you're working on and everything you've done in your career. Nowadays, if somebody asks you to describe yourself and what you do, how do you answer them? Well, um, I answer them that right now, um, right now I'm working on a a specific project called Talk to Me, which um, which is on my website, uh, SuzanneBuckler.com. that's one of the many things that I've that I've done. I mean, when people ask each other what do they do, they usually like to align with one thing. But I feel like right now in this part of my life, that's what I'm working on. And that project is involves um, interviewing, photographing, and um, um, and um, involving women in exposing how they feel about themselves. Hmm. That's very interesting. Okay, well, let's let's talk about that project then right now. So what made you want to do this project? Well, I started out, I had, um, I was a commercial still life photographer, um, not, a, not, not in the fine art world, and unfortunately I had a, uh, life-threatening illness that um, kind of took hold of me, and I decided that I didn't want to be involved in the commercial world anymore, and and I didn't want, you know, to be part of that. So I didn't do it for a long time, and then I had to had a printing error one day, just uh, by chance, and this beautiful uh, glowing image of me actually came out and I was like, wow, um, this is amazing. And, um, I said, you have to do something with this. So I did photograph myself for a while. And then I, then I thought, you know, it's not all about me. It's about something else. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that I have such a, an affinity with women. Um, and I just, you know, 
love my conversations with them, my friendships with them. And so I spread it out. I, I took myself out of, out of, out of the, um, out of the picture pretty much, as we say. And I, you know, spent my time, um, photographing them, having exchanges, really, um, spontaneous, um, conversations with them. And they were sad conversations. They were happy conversations. They were with women that were 94 year old, four years old, um, who would tell me that, um, she, uh, could always have an orgasm to, uh, to another one who said, uh, that she was so sad that she could never have any children. And at the end of these conversations, they, they would just how happy they were that they could have this, the time to, uh, expose these feelings that they never even thought about, that no one had ever really asked them these kind of questions before. And I was blown away, you know, sort of knocked off my chair by the things that, you know, were exposed and came out. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and I never take, I've never used a video camera in my life. Um, uh, I was a, you know, professional photographer for, you know, 20 plus years. So I've, I did portraits of them. Again, I wasn't someone that would take pictures of people, but I did. I, I started photographing them, uh, full length and I photo, did a whole series of, of them all dressed in black so that, uh, all you really saw was what I feel were the, the most expressive parts of the body, the hands, face and feet. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it was just amazing. And I took, I chose one of those images. And then I played in my in my computer with them. So I have a real straight, strong uh, portrait. I have the video, of course, with their their language. And then I have these beautiful. Um, I must say, they're really beautiful. They're ethereal. They're printed on silk. They're just, um, you know, they, they they become something else. You know, they morph into to something else and they um, they are hopefully will be exhibited soon, hopefully, um, and occupy a space where people can just walk through and around and enjoy enjoy the feelings of both the visual feeling and also the uh, auditory feelings that you get from from the, from them. And my next part of the project is to do it with men. So um, I'm looking forward to gathering up and have, gathering up men of all ages and ethnicities too. Do that same thing. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. sounds like a wonderful project. So when you first started it and got the idea, is that – did you ultimately flesh everything out beforehand or did it evolve as you were – speaking with more women and, and hearing more of their stories. Um, you know, you have to explain that a little bit better to me. I'm sorry that you're going to have to chop. Sure. Chop. <laughs> sure. Sure. We'll chop that and start again. Um, so with the, 
with the end result of your project and what it has become now, did you have that planned out from the very beginning or was it something that evolved oh. through the conversations you were having? Um, well, it sort of, it sort of evolved. I, I did have, I have to say a, a preset, um, preset questions that I had, you know, established that I let them see so mm-hmm. that they could, they could, you know, they could decide what they wanted to bring out to the world, you know, and not just kind of be surprised. So it did, it did change. And at the, because at the end of our conversations with each other, I just said, please share whatever it is that you like, you know, with society and the world. And that gave me new questions and new insight into what, you know, was going on in the, the minds and, and feelings and bodies of these women. Mm-hmm. You know, something something as simple as just asking them if it's if it's important to be beautiful um, was it was a big one. You know, because you always think that we, that it's really important for a woman to feel beautiful, and it's not always. You know, so it it was just it was just wonderfully eye opening, and I hope and I hope by sharing it, um, either by people going to my website. <laughs> Um, or by getting a show, because it's sort of a new, it's, it's new, it's a new piece, new, new piece, took a long time to get together. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm just hoping that everyone that I show it to says, so where are you showing this? And I'm like, well, not yet. So I needed the proper venue to show this, this pro, this particular project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So help out there. I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> well definitely well as we push this out there we'll definitely see if we can good. find some a good place for you to showcase it because it sounds like it's a really important body of work yeah i think so i i have a i have a video uh in one of the videos i let a man um view the little short the short videos of the women and i asked what he thought and he said he thought it would be fantastic for more men to see these things because it would inspire him partner better by 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 seeing what's really going inside her or him and um that was a it was a you know it it stimulated me now to do the men to photograph men so that women or you know male partners can get better insight into what's going on with them and then i thought well this is really good maybe i'll be the the one that um helps prevent wars (laughs) (laughs) just by a simple question of how they feel about their bodies you never know right yeah that's that's a great idea I'm, so I'm curious because you, you've alluded a couple of to a couple of the questions that you asked, but would you mind going in a little bit more detail about, you know, where the questions that you asked were coming from, and and were there a particular focus that you were you were doing with the questions? Well, I wanted them to be simple, you know. I just wanted them to be really simple that would, you know, open them up to revealing what is probably hidden 
you know, hidden for a, for a long time. Um, you know, these little ones, like you wake up as a, as a woman, you know, I wake up in the morning, you know, how important it is for me to spend time with how I look or not. Is it more important to be as my one, the one, one of my interviewees is it more important to be a ballsy broad? You know, is it more important to, um, uh, be able to communicate with people or, you know, do you care about the nail polish on your hands or something like that? I don't know. I just, um, I just think that there are, at least in the commercial world where I was encouraging people to buy things that they really didn't need, mm-hmm. it's, this seemed to me to be a better place to put my talents, you know, to to have, I don't know, you know, started with women because that's what I, you know, I am a woman. Um, and I, it, you know, it's half of our population and it, it, I felt it was a good place to start mm-hmm. to help, to help women even know about other women too. So, um, what were some of the most common responses you received and what were some of the responses that really made you step back and go, I had no idea. Well, one of the first, uh, the, I'll, I'll go to the last one first. Um, I had no idea. One of the questions um, was, when did you first notice your sexuality? And that was really really shocking at some points mm-hmm. um, and and being that they felt so comfortable and so open with me to to reveal that was um, was so heart you know heart wrenching and um, the, you know the the question about being uh, beautiful or not was sort of not such a big surprise. You know, when you chose to put them in black outfits, did you put them in the same black outfit for everyone or is it a variation of something else just all in black? It's a variation. I let them wear their black outfit. Oh, okay. Why? Well, because there are, this is like a, I guess, uh, from just a, artistic point of view it's just i like them to be able to it's it's another thing that they chose Mm -hmm. you know they didn't get i did a whole series that i haven't um actually put out there yet where they they wore their clothes and they dressed up as dressed up in their uh the outfit that would represent them you know in their minds but i haven't you know that's another part to this but the black it's just a, there's, there's details. There's details, and if someone, you know, puts uh, something on that's got certain buttons on it, or you know, vi- just visually, okay. you know, how they decided that they thought they would like to look. So they were not all the same. No. Okay. I'd like to backtrack a little bit and kind of talk about how you first got your your start in the arts. So what was it that 
drew you into becoming a, a fine artist and a photographer? Well, um, I, you know, I went to school for fine art. I didn't, um, uh, photography actually was blasphemy. That was part of the, the commercial world in a way. I mean, you didn't do photography if you were a fine artist, but, um, so I, uh, <laughs> I somehow, um, decided to leave and I was also a, a certified teacher. So I decided to teach for a little while and then that was not, I was too ambitious for that. Mm-hmm. And so I was introduced to an art department, um, one of the, you know, retail store art departments. And when they saw what I had in my portfolio, which is very little, which was just um, random photographs I had to take to graduate in high, you know, in college, they they introduced me to the to the head of the, um, the photography studio, and he looked at the work. And he looked at me and said, um, you know, even if I had a job here, I'd never, I'd never hire you. Hmm. And I'd say, why? And he said, because I'd never have a woman in this studio. Wow. So I, yeah, this Did, was a long, this is a long time ago, you know. Yeah. Did he say why he wouldn't want a woman in the studio? Well, I guess he just, I just kind of took it as that, that women were distractions. You know, they did not, they were distractions. Hmm. Because, because ironically, six months later, I got a phone call from the same company saying they wanted to hire me because they had to fulfill their female quota. (laughs) (laughs) So what he did was he, uh, had a room with a door that locked mm-hmm. <laughs> and he put me in that room. So, and that's, that's where I did my work for, you know, for the, for the store. So I became so intrigued by why, by why, uh, a woman wasn't allowed to do this work that I, 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 I learned as much as I could from this man, which I did. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, even though he told me I would never be successful, I luckily was, you know. So um, I guess it was a real good good boost, boost in my butt, as they say, you know, to get me to get me moving in in this direction that I think I was supposed to be in. And and even though it was commercial uh, at first, um, I always managed to do some um, personal you know, artwork on the side. Mm-hmm. And then this whole project developed a number of years ago, which has really, in, in a way, saved my life. You know, totally saved my life, being, a, being able to reveal what I've been able to reveal. And, you know, I, I guess that's a big message that I have to put out there to other, not only women, but, you know, humans, all of us that, no matter what, you know, what hardship um, and little I know about you and that you have yourself, you know, you just don't let things get you down. You know, mm-hmm. you just you just you just find your passion. You know, you just you just move forward and um, find those things in life that give you joy and pleasure and um make you contribute and work in well in society. Mm-hmm. 
At least that's what I think. Yeah. So is that because I it, it's it's definitely with what you've said so far, there's definitely been times where you're, you know, hitting brick walls and, and pushing past times. I mean, well, obvious <clears throat> sexism, but uh, other times when, you know, m- maybe you're you're feeling a little bit fearful about things and pushing past that is are there other, I guess, uh, techniques or strategies that you use that help you push past those barriers or is it just like the the you know the passion and the love of what you're working on that really helps you move on and keep going forward well it's just it's a very bizarre thing i wake up in the morning most mornings and i just have to do it mm-hmm. and there's there is uh i don't know what i don't know what it is it's just like it's just just something that i feel like I have to do and when I physically are actually producing these the, the works of art I'm in a different zone so I, I have you know I'm just I never really knew what it was like to be an artist you know when I was doing the commercial work I didn't lose myself like this but this personal work and there there've been there were a couple of portfolios of this per- personal work I mean I just it's just a wonderful feeling to just like things happen and I don't know why they're happening, mm-hmm. but they're fantastic. And then that leads to something else and then that leads to something else. And it's just sort of mind boggling. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that if you let yourself be open, I think being open to, to things that come to you, um, will, will push you to a place that you know, know you could ever be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on your on your website, I've, I've gone through um, a few of your different of your photographs from I think also from what you were doing previously, and it's it's interesting that you describe what your personal work is is artistic, but your other work is less artistic. And I'm uh, your the photographs are absolutely beautiful and very well arranged. And photographed. I'm I'm curious why the distinction between the commercial work not being as artistic and your personal work being more described as artistic. Well, some of the artistic work I was fulfilling somebody else's vision mm-hmm. in a way. You know, it was their project. It was their. I I was, you know, using their products and their their ideas. In the other bodies of work, it just came to me. Okay. You just, yeah. Sure. So when when your ideas come to you, where I guess what helps you find inspiration? Do you notice that you know you're um, like taking a walk and then suddenly you feel more in- inspired, or is it like are you staring at an object and the inspiration comes? So where does where does your inspiration come from? Um, that's a really good question. I don't even know. It just, it just, yeah, I, I, I really, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It just, ha- it just has happened. That's why I'm so, so in such awe of, of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that these things are produced and, and I, you know, I print them. I manipulate them, 
really amazing also. Mm-hmm. Of your projects that you've done so far and released, personal projects, which one are you the most proud of? Well, this last one, the, the talk, talk to me, mm-hmm. and the, the one before that I'm very grateful to because it's called Surprise Survival in that, you know, because of my um, physical situation, I really didn't think that I would be here to do it. And it gave, gave me the push to, um, to make those images and then push past the, those to move on to the talk to me. Mm-hmm. So, the, I mean, the, so those are really the two that, um, yeah, the two. Do you mind talking more about su- surprise survival and, and describing a bit more about the, the images that you produced for that? Um, well, they were uh, images that... Um, hmm, it's a little, tr- tr- little tricky <laughs> talking about it. But, um, you know, they were images that revealed... Uh, some of the pain, a little bit of the pain that I was going through, and also the objects that I used to help myself, you know, uh, heal. Okay. Um, yeah. So with, with all the projects that you are working on, are there routines that you have set up or rituals you have set up that help you both manage your time and your focus and also help you keep moving forward when potentially you hit times when your creativity is blocked. Yeah, I I'm a big believer in bringing things from the outside world in. So for for instance, I you know, if I if I want to learn more about how to get my work out there, I feel like I've been hitting a little bit of a block. Mm-hmm. I go on, you know, I do, I've been doing a web, webinars and it's simulate, you never know what little thing someone else is going to share with you. Um, that really, really helps. And it's just like one thing and it's like a light bulb goes on and, you know, I go in a new direction. Um, you know, other than that, you can wake up and do a little walk, a little exercise. Um, um, I work with a wonderful person that helps me also, you know, that's, it's really important to me to be able to bounce things off of somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I don't always think that everything's all mine. I think it becomes a shared project. So, um, which is great. I think it's just, you know, wonderful. So I, I bring things from the outside in, not just think that everything everything doesn't always come from me. Sure. Can you tell me a little bit more about your webinars? So are these ones that you're participating in, or are you uh, leading them? And and what's the the topics that you do? Um, I'm I'm not leading them. I'm participating. That's that's for sure. And they're about making your bit. One of them is about making your business grow. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, fine art was always blasphemy, you know, so you didn't talk about the, the business end of it. 
at least when I was in the com- commercial world, because that was okay. So this is a re-education, I think, for me to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And then the other, the other one um, uh, focuses a lot on how to get, you know, involved with galleries and how to market to, you know, your work to get into have a museum look at it, you know. So that's been really helpful, also. You know, that's also very encouraging to hear, like, I'm not going to say the average artist, but, you know, an artist who really didn't have a lot of, you know, a lot of shows or uh, has been able to break the barrier, as we say. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's really great. They've been really great. I really encourage people to do that if they feel stuck. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what, um, so where the, um, is there a, a link to the webinars or a, um, like a, a site that you use for the, for the webinars? You know, it sort of just happens. Um, uh, the person that works with me told me the name of what, do you want the names of them? I mean, is that something that would be helpful? Yeah, definitely. So if, if other people would like to, to join in. in yeah, I mean, that's something, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's this one uh, fellow, his name's Brainard Carey. Yeah, and he's been, he's a bit of a character, but I think he's really committed to helping, um, to helping artists, you know, thrive uh, in, in real truth. And uh, the other, the other person, her name is Alexis Fedor, F-E-D-O-R. Oh yeah, I've uh, I've had her on the podcast. Oh, you have. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, so you know her. She's very. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's so, great. I, I know Alexis yes. very well. Yeah. Good. So you see, yeah, yes, and I'm I'm gr- grateful for that. You know, so it doesn't last forever. You just kind of take what you need a little bit, and then you share it. And yeah. it's really it's really good. Yeah, they're they're, they're good people. Because they're they're committed, I think. You know, they're not um, they're not trying to rape the artists. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, I think they're really trying to to help them. I, you know, everybody's got a business, but I still think that they're doing a really good service, and I I sort of applaud that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I um, uh, Alexis and I spoke at length on when I I actually I was on her podcast and and. Uh, uh interviewed her for my podcast and, and okay. we had a long conversation about this very topic about um, arts and business and and the connection between the two and and how how artists can use their their skills to thrive and to think about things a little bit differently so it's yeah. definitely she's definitely somebody i recommend listening to because she's fantastic like that good good yeah so with everything that you have done project wise and throughout your life uh, what would you say is the best advice you've ever received? Um, the best advice is a quote from by Nora Ephraim that says, above all, be the heroine of your life, not the victim. I like that. Yeah, that's great. That's always there on my shoulder. Yeah, I really like it. So <laughs> that says a lot about me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So Suzanne, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. 
if oh, the... Oh, good. I like this, too. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Uh, if, if the listeners would like to see more of your work or get connected with you, what is the best way they can do that? Well, uh, they can please uh, email me first at uh, suzannephoto at gmail.com. And it's uh, also www.suzannebuckler.com. That's my website. And the other is my Gmail account. Did I say that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So please, yeah, I'd love to have a conversation with anybody who would like to share both ways mm-hmm. and uh, please have a, a look at my work and that can be shared and help too that, that would be great yeah. be really great great and i will i'll put those uh, links in the show notes so people can click right through thank you for listening to another episode of the advance your Hour podcast if you like this episode please go into itunes and give us a five-star rating and while you're there hit the subscribe button so that every single time i release a new episode it will go directly to you without even thinking about it if you're interested in hearing older episodes please go to advanceyourart.com where you can find the catalog of everything i've done so far as well as contact information and projects i'm working on thank you again and have a great day